You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Hey, good evening. My name is Shane. I'm from our city campus. I'm the associate pastor there. And first of all, I just want to say to Pastor Steve, thank you for this wonderful opportunity. And for me, it's a great honor to serve the church under your leadership. And today, I truly believe God is doing amazing things, not just in our community, but through us to reach out to the people from many, many nations. That's a great opportunity for me and privilege for me to share a message with you today. And today we are into week three of our sermon series, Tales of Old. This sermon series is about the classic Old Testament stories. I love this series because it doesn't matter how much we already know about those stories. Every time when we go back to them, the Holy Spirit can always reveal something new and speak to us in that moment. Yeah, so today's message is called A Journey of Blessing. I've been living in New Zealand for 21 years. I came here 2002 as an international student. Now I have two children. Uh, eight years old daughter Hannah and a six year old son Channing. Last year, my son received an excellence award in mathematics. That means that he, thank you, thank you. That means that he is so good at being Chinese. <laughs> that award confirms his ethnicity more than anything else. Hannah didn't receive an award at the same level. But it doesn't mean I love Channing and will pay more attention to him than Hannah. Right. Actually, it is the opposite. I will make sure give Hannah enough attention because she needs that. And I will spend more time with her to help her find out what she is good at. As parents, we love our children simply because they are ours. We don't expect them to earn our life or prove their worth to us. In the same way, God's love for us doesn't depend on our achievements or performance. We are loved by God simply because we are His children. Your relationship with God is a powerful source of love and blessing in your life. So today's message is about a journey of blessing with God. God desires to bless you abundantly. He invites you on this journey with Him. So, whether you are starting a new career, moving to a new community, or beginning a new family, this message is for you. As you stepping into a new season of life, we will discover together the spiritual principles that can guide and support you. Now today I would like to share with you a story about a man who received a call from God to leave his homeland and start a journey into an unknown place. This man is Abraham. Here is God's promise for him before he started the journey. Let's go to Genesis 12, verse 
2 to 3. God says, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Abraham faced many challenges along the way. However, God promised him this journey will be one of blessing. Genesis 12, 1, the Lord said to Abraham, that was his original name before God gave the name Abraham, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household. In ancient times, when a man chose to leave his father's household, he gave up his inheritance and the right to family property. So, as Abraham said goodbye to his father, old friends, and cherished places, he walked away from the security of his old life. Perhaps, perhaps you can relate to this experience either from your own life or, the fa- or your family members' stories, your parents, your grandparents, or even your great-grandparents. Many people have had to leave what was familiar behind them in order to pursue a better life in this land. So my first thought for you today is, on this journey, we must let go of the past. Let go of the past. Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19, forget the formal things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Let go of the past means stepping into the unknown with courage and embracing the opportunities ahead. That means moving forward with the hope to make a better future for yourself. When I lived with my parents in China 21 years ago, my parents did their best to help me prepare for the unknown future in New Zealand. Without their financial support, I would have not been able to stay here. I remember many years ago when my parents first visited me here. Back in those days, Chinese people only carried cash when traveling. So I say to my dad, hey dad, just for safety reasons, please don't carry too much cash when you travel. And my dad was laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Son. I don't know about New Zealand, but I know you. You will spend all my money before anyone else has a chance to take it. <laughs> Let go of the past, Dad. <laughs> I'm a different person now, okay? So the question is, how to let go of the past? If we want to let go of the past, we must acknowledge what is holding me back. This is very important. We got to be very honest with ourselves and ask what is holding me back. Back when my parents was growing up in China, things were so tough. 
They both had four or five siblings and hardly had any attention or resources. But fast forward to when I was growing during China's economic boom, things were a lot different for me. As the only child in my family, I was showered with attention, resources, and all that good stuff. It seemed to be a good thing at that time, but it had unintended consequences. I became overly dependent on my parents for security. It is very embarrassing for me to admit this kind of mindset followed me into my adulthood and became the biggest thing holding me back. So after my first years in New Zealand, the excitement was gone. So I ring my parents, I said, Mom and Dad, I'm coming home. There are more opportunities in China. In reality, I just want to get back to my comfort zone. My mom was very happy. Welcome back, son. However, my dad refused my request, consistently telling me that, no, you are not coming back. I was shocked. I didn't understand his reasoning. It wasn't until one day I became a father myself and realized that sometimes it is necessary to say no to your children for their own benefit. Now I understand. In saying no to me, my dad was setting me free from the limitations that were holding me back and encouraging me to focus on the journey ahead. Friends, let me ask you, are you feeling held back in life by fears, angers, addictions, or past hurts? Today I want to tell you this, you don't need to face those challenges alone because today you are surrounded by people who are willing to help you find the freedom to let go of the past and begin a new journey in life. That's why we all need small groups. We all need small groups. When we are together, we can pray, journey, and support each other in many ways. So please, don't do life alone. You need a community, and you need people who really care for you who will tell you the truth. So when Abraham decided to leave the past behind and start this new journey, he must have been wondering, hey, what kind of future awaited me, right? So after a long journey, finally he arrived at the place, the land where God had called him to. You might think that something amazing will happen next, right? Because Abraham was called by God to be a father of a great nation and blessing to all people. So you gotta have fireworks, music, and celebration on this man's arrival. Two years ago, I got invited to preach at a a different Elam church outside Auckland. I was very excited. I also heard that they had invited a classic 
a classical musician, a, a cellist from Korea to perform some special items for them. So that would be a very special Sunday for the community. I was looking forward to that. So on, on that Sunday morning, when I arrived at their church, it was still early. Um, as I walking up to the front door, a man came out to greet me. He said, welcome to our church. It's so good to have you with us. Our pastor told us, you were amazing. Man, I, I didn't know what his pastor said about me, but obviously the pastor was telling them the truth. <laughs> and then he asked me, hey, where's the instrument? <laughs> so it turns out that the Korean musician was supposed to arrive early for a rehearsal. So this man was not expecting me at all. So things don't always go as we expected for both me and the dog greeter. So let's see what Abraham find out on his arrival. Genesis 12, verses 6. Abraham traveled through the land as far as the side of the great tree of Molet and Shechem. At night time, the Canaanites were in the land. Wait a minute. God, you called me to leave my father's household, give up my inheritance and the property and I came a long way here. Now this land is not for me. And it is occupied by the Canaanites. Hey, those Canaanites were not Kiwis. Okay, they, they, they would not invite you to their backyard to have barbecue sausages. They would probably barbecue you. So if I were in the same situation, I would be so confused, disappointed. I would have doubts, complaints. So what was Abraham's response? Genesis 12, verse 7. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So Abraham built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Instead of having doubts and complaints, Abraham built an altar to worship God. So when things don't go as he expected, he still chose to worship God and trust in God's promises. So on this journey, you will have good days and bad days. The truth is, no matter what circumstances you are in, always, always choose to trust in God and His promises. So my next thought for you today is hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. Hebrews 11, verse 8 to 10. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place where he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he didn't know where he was going, by faith. 
He made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. So Abraham had to have faith to complete this journey and carry out what God wanted him to do. Hold on to your faith means always choose to believe in God and his promises no matter what obstacles come your way. I know a Chinese carpenter who came from a very small village in northeast China, not very far from the border of Korea Peninsula. 30 years ago, that village was very, very poor, and his family was in heavy debt. It was a very tough time for him as he struggled to make money and provide it for his young children. One winter morning, when he was bone chilling minus 20 degrees, he had to go up to the mountain to chop some firewood for his family. He was all alone in the mountain. He better hurry up because his children were still waiting for him to keep the house warm. That house was so old. That house was never well equipped for the winter. It was at that moment of desperation, he dropped his axe and kneeled down in the snow. He cried out to God, God! I can do anything. Please help me out. A few days after that prayer, someone approached him and asked, Hey, I know a timber door manufacturer in Korea that's looking for skilled carpenter. It's a three years contract with good pay. Would you be interested? He had never traveled abroad before, and he didn't even know a single word of Korean. But he believed this was an open door from God. So despite the uncertainty around him, he decided to let go of his past failures and begin this new journey. Soon after he arrived, at the factory, he knew that God had prepared him for this place. Because he was such a gifted carpenter, and it didn't take very long for him to develop a new technique to increase the production speed. His Korean boss quickly took notice, so he became one of the most valued employees in that factory. After three years, he returned to China, paid off his debt, and built a new house for his family. So from that point on, God kept blessing him on this journey. Today, he is a grandfather living with his family in Auckland. A few years ago, when I was still in the building industry, I got the owner of 
helping him build his own house in Henderson. He once told me, Shane, if I didn't hold on to my faith, I would probably still be up in the mountain chopping firewood today. So friends, on this journey, we cannot control everything, but we can always choose to believe in God and His promises. So hold on to your faith. Worship team, please come up. When I finish that story by saying, now his family is living in Auckland, we all feel that, wow, what a journey, right? What a blessing in his life. But if I had to say, after three years in Korea, now his family is living in North Korea. <laughs> Why? What happened? Our response will be so different. Why is that? Because we all know New Zealand is a land of blessing. This country is a land of blessing. Hey, did you know just by sitting here in this city, in this country, you are already blessed by God. You are already on the journey of blessing. So my friends, I believe it's time for you to let go of the past. Hold on to your faith. Focus on the journey ahead. Believe me, God has a great plan for your life. And there are amazing times ahead. God bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful moment. We thank you for inviting all of us on this journey. Lord, we just pray that you will stir up the faith in us. No matter what circumstances we are in, we can always focus on you and believe in your promises. Lord, I also pray that please set us free from our past, past hurts, disappointments, regrets. Lord, because we want to pursue your purpose freely in this land. Thank you, Lord. I want to take this opportunity to say to those, if you don't know Jesus, or if you feel far from him, do you remember at the beginning of the sermon, God promised Abraham that he will become a blessing for all peoples on earth. How did that happen? Well, Jesus came to this world through Abraham's bloodline after 41 generations. So today, we are all blessed by God's promise for Abraham because of Jesus Christ. So today, I want to invite you to pray a very simple prayer with me. The truth is, God loves you and He has a great plan for your life. But we all have sinned. We all have messed up at some point in life. But in God's grace, he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross. As Jesus died, he took on himself the penalty for our sin. And then Jesus extended his grace to all of us here today. Forgiveness for your past. New life for you now. 
hope for your future, an eternal life in heaven. So if that is you, if you feel you are far from Jesus, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me, to invite Jesus to your life as your Savior and your Lord. I will pray out loud. You only need to pray in your heart by following me. Are you ready? Let's do it. God, today, I surrender myself to you. I know I'm a sinner, and I believe Jesus, you died for me. So today, I turn away from my old life and turn to you. Please come into my life to be my Lord and my Savior. I choose from today to follow you and live for you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. So friends, if you just pray that prayer, I just want you to know we are so proud of you. Your life will never be the same again. Now I want to encourage you to take one more step of faith. I will start counting from one to three. As I get to three, can you please just raise your hand if you just pray that prayer? I'm not doing that to call you out or stand you up. I just want to acknowledge your hand and, you can, and then you can put it down. It is your moment. It is your moment to respond to God's calling in your life. It's your moment to get on board of this wonderful journey of blessing. Now I start counting. One, two, three. You can put it down. You can put it down. Thank you. Thank you. Five people over there. Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you. You can put it down. I see you. God bless you, brother. Anyone else? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let's pray together for those people who raised their hands. Lord, we thank you for this moment. I know, Holy Spirit, you just touched their heart. Lord, we pray for those six people. Lord, from now on, you will reveal your plan in their life. You will protect them on this journey, and you will surround them with the right people so that we can walk with them. Lord, we also pray that today you will bless everyone here. We pray that you will help us to receive all the blessings you have prepared along the way. Thank you, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.